0: do you always feel compelled to help others even when sometimes you don't have the energy to do it do you struggle to set clear boundaries do you feel as though if you say no it will hurt others in a way and that will in turn also hurt you are you sometimes frustrated with your capacity for empathy maybe? If you answered yes to any of these questions then this episode is for you. With the new moon in Pisces we'll be focusing on how to find a balance between on the one hand our need to help other people and on the other hand our need to set boundaries. Enjoy the episode! hey guys welcome to coaching meets astrology in this podcast we combine career coaching with personal development and astrology to help you reach your career goals by focusing on authenticity health and well-being and collaboration enjoy the podcast Welcome to this new episode, my name is Virginie, I'm, uh, I'm your host. So today the new moon is in Pisces. Pisces is the archetype that is all about dissolving the ego and understanding that we're all connected to one another. It's the feeling of being one with the world around us. It's about being full of compassion, empathy and understanding for other beings. It's also about wanting to help others, because we understand that by helping others, in a way we also end up helping ourselves, since we're all connected. So all in all, it's a beautiful energy. But as with everything, too much of a good thing can become a bad thing, (laughs) so if we feel others' pain as if it were our own, if we feel one with others, then how can we still set boundaries? How can we protect our energy and how can we avoid living in guilt for not doing enough or living in anger for having given too much? So even if Pisces is not strong in your chart, um, we're all confronted at some point with the need to find a balance between how much we give, um, how much we take and also how much we keep actually. Um, so maybe to start, um, let's first make sure that we are talking about the same thing um so there are different elements behind the pisces drive to help other people the first one is pity the second one is sympathy and the third one is empathy and just um so you know so in at least for this episode so there's no um better drive or worse drive to help others it's just um different urges um, with uh, advantages and inconvenience and challenges um, for all of them so we'll dive into um, a little bit explaining what they are and then we'll go into um, how we can express them in a healthy manner, How what can be the challenges and also how to set boundaries for each of those urges uh, to help others. So. When we talk about pity, it means that we recognize the fact that someone else is suffering. We acknowledge their pain and suffering and we perceive that, what, that we have actually what the suffering person does not have. Um, so we see an imbalance between what we have and what others do not have. And because of this, guilt can sometimes accompany pity. Um, Because of this perceived difference. So um, pity can also foster an urge to fight for fairness, to improve the system, to ensure that others also have access to what we have. Um, and if we look um, in the etymology, the word pity is derived from the Latin word um, pious, which means good, devout, dutiful. Uh, so the meaning of pity is linked with a feeling of duty and responsibility in a way. So with pity, we feel as though we it's our duty to help the person who is suffering. Um, not because we share their pain, but because we perceive them as less fortunate than us, and so we feel that it's our duty to help those who are less fortunate. Um, for those of you who are Christian, um, you'll well, actually also other religions, but you'll recognize also this um, this sort of need to help the less fortunate um, So, Let's say, for example, that we see someone crying because they just lost their job. We will acknowledge the fact that they're having a hard time and we'll feel sorry for them with pity. Um, And we may even feel a bit guilty because we still have a job and we didn't lose our own job. And we could also find it unfair that the other person had to lose their job um, when maybe there are less deserving people who still have their own. So there's those elements of difference between what we have what the other have there's those elements a little bit of guilt and a little bit of maybe there could be some unfairness in the system so the second drive to help people um sympathy uh takes on a different approach there is, it's sort of more um egalitarian in the sense that we put ourselves on the the same level as the other person so um, we also acknowledge the pain of others, but we do so by understanding what others are going through, by putting ourselves basically in their place and by really sharing the, these feelings. So it's this, we we could both have those feelings basically. It's not like I have something and the others do not, um, as in pity. So um, with sympathy, we really approach the situation um, by, um, considering that we have the same uh, experience, and maybe we've had also that experience in the past, and we really share the person's feelings. So, um, if we take the example of the person who lost their job, um, we, with sympathy, um, We'll feel sorry for them because we understand how difficult it is to lose one's job. Maybe we lost also our job in the past or we can really um, imagine what it could be like. Whereas when we were talking about pity, we would feel sorry because we still have a job and they don't in a sense. Um, So sympathy is really understanding how the other ended up in this situation and understanding that if the circumstances had been different, it could also have been us. Um, so it's really this yeah, sharing of emotion that's important with sympathy. And when we talk about empathy, uh, the third one, we go actually even deeper than with sympathy and we actually feel the other person's emotions as if they were our own. So we can feel in our body the pain that others are feeling so um, when they're angry we may feel the anger as if it were our own anger and to go back to to the example of the person who lost their job um, with sympathy um, you will understand their anger and with empathy you will actually feel their anger you will feel their sadness you will feel their stress as if you had lost your own job um so it really goes deeper so to recap um if we take the example of the person who who's crying because they lost their job with pity um we'll say okay oh it's um it's that they lost their job and it's uh it's unfair and i still have my job with sympathy we'll say i understand how they feel i um I, I lost also my job in the past and I, I know it sucks. And with empathy, we'll really say, okay, I, I feel their pain. Um, I can feel it. Um, so now how can we best use those three drives to help others? Um, how can we best leverage uh, leverage it when we feel one of those. So let's start with the first one, pity. Um, So if we feel pity for someone, we perceive that someone else is suffering, whether emotionally and physically, and we perceive that we have something that they do not have. So when this is expressed in a healthy manner, It pushes us to fight for justice and fairness, to improve the system, to make sure that everyone gets the same opportunity as we do, and it can push us to help the the other person so that they can have also what we have. Now, on the flip side, when pity is expressed in an unhealthy manner, we may be operating from a place of guilt. So, we may think, okay, they do not have what I have, so I have the obligation to help them. And when we operate from this place of guilt, um, first of all, it can be very easy for others to manipulate us because they just have to press on that guilt button and we will give basically everything we have even when we can't afford to give it. And second of all, it's also easy to fall in this guilt blame loop. So, you know, for example, we feel guilty so we overexert ourselves to help others and then we're blaming other people who are not suffering for not overexerting themselves (laughs) and you know we ping pong between guilt and blame and we feel angry stressed and drained and and that's not getting us anywhere in any case um and another point of attention with pity um is that uh it could if it's expressed in an unhealthy manner lead us to um infantilize the people that we feel pity for so you know treating them as children basically um so when we feel sorry for the people who don't have what we have it can be very easy to start treating them as helpless beings that need our absolute protection and mercy but this is obviously not the case it's it's a positive thing to help others and but we need to keep in mind that truly helping someone means empowering them and allowing them to find their true power. It's not treating them as victims, it's treating them as the strong people that they are. Um, and it's, it's really good to fight for a fair system and to help someone in need. But if we treat them as victims that we need to save, that's just our ego that's trying to justify our value and and trying to get rid of the guilt. So um, those are just the the point of attention with pity. And obviously it's amazing to help people. It's just pointing this out to be sure that we're doing it in a healthy way. Um, So how do we set boundaries when we feel pity? Um, First of all, uh, one thing that's really important is to shift our mindset from guilt to gratefulness. So when we feel guilty, it's difficult to set boundaries because we don't feel that we actually deserve to set these boundaries. Um, since we have things, the other person doesn't have them, and then we're thinking, okay, but then I'm I'm being an asshole basically for, for not um, giving everything to the other person. Um, you know, it's really those guilt trips. Uh, but when we start feeling grateful, um, we can really appreciate all the blessings that we have and we can feel legitimate in having these blessings and still um, help the others to also have those blessings but while setting healthy boundaries Um, and so we can really help others from a place of love instead of helping them from a place of guilt which means that we can find better ways to help others also and we can also not exhaust ourselves so that we can help others in the long term instead of Giving everything all at once and then just feeling empty and not being able to to do anything in the long term. Um, and also, um, uh, one second uh, thing is that if pity uh, is linked with the perception that the system is unfair, then you know we may fall in the trap of overcompensating to help the person suffering the injustice. But that means that we are actually shouldering um all the pain for a system that doesn't work and actually it's not changing the system so it's just kind of helping the system stay in place um to to give an example to make it a little bit more concrete um let's say that at work we have a, a colleague who always, always gets double of the work to do. Um, we may be tempted uh, when when we feel pity for them to help them by doing some of the, their work so they don't have that much um, to do. But the thing is, if we do this, the system is still unchanged and unfair. So that means that the colleague still gets double the work and we end up tired and stressed and are boundaries are basically non-existent and so it's not viable in the long term but what we can do instead is focus on actually um, improve the system to ensure that it's more fair and help the person suffering in an empowering way so for example we could talk with the team about the distribution of the workload and we can encourage um, the colleague to speak up and assert themselves instead of doing the work in their place. Um, so that will help to sort of set boundaries um, when we feel pity Um, and also if we find that we are in this um, guilt blame loop and we start blaming others all the time um, this is actually a a good sign um, that our own boundaries uh, have been um, have been stepped on (laughs) sorry I couldn't remember the word Um, and so it's really a a good sign that it's time to to protect our energy and to review um, why we're helping the other person and how much we are able to give and in which manner we're able to give so yeah as a recap if we feel pity um, let's remember to focus on promoting justice and fairness and really helping others in an empowering way so now for the second one, um, sympathy. Uh, with sympathy, so as we said earlier, we understand how others feel, and maybe we've even been in their situation or, or we believe that we could. So when it's expressed in a healthy manner, sympathy um, helps us ourselves to put ourselves in the other person's shoes, and we help them because we understand how they feel. The trap with sympathy um, is mostly making assumptions and projecting. And that's because, um, because we feel that we understand the other person's pain. We may assume that we know how to help someone without actually asking them for their opinion. And sometimes we may be wrong. So we could be projecting our own experience and our own feelings onto them. So if we take the example that we mentioned earlier of the colleague who gets double the work, maybe we've been in this situation before of getting double the work because we just couldn't say no. So when we see this colleague suffering, we assume that the way to help them is actually to say no for them, because that's what we would have wanted someone to do for us. However, um, this may not be what the colleague in question needs or wants, and so um, maybe he or she just wants um, the team to feel grateful for their contribution or maybe they could even feel belittled by the fact that we step in to set boundaries for them so that's really um, really key to keep in mind is that even if we have the best intention in the world it's really crucial when we help others out of sympathy to never assume that we know what's best for others or that we know what they are feeling we can and we can really easily counteract this by simply asking them questions and asking them how they feel and asking them if and how they want to be helped. Also, so um, that leads us to how to set boundaries when we feel sympathy. So, because we are projecting our own feelings onto others, we may feel an irresistible urge to help them in the same way that we wish that we ourselves <laughs> would have been helped, and this is the perfect recipe for not setting boundaries. So when this happens, it's really crucial to assess, um, as we've said before, if and how the person wants to be helped, but also and more importantly, it can be very beneficial to pause and ask ourselves whether we genuinely want to help the other person for the sake of helping the other, or whether we are unconsciously helping the other person in the hope that someone will extend that same help for us. So um, to make it more concrete, if we take the example of before, um, of the person with the extra workload, um, are we helping them um, to say no to the extra work because we are also struggling to say no to the extra work ourselves? Are we hoping that by doing it for someone else, then someone else will do it for us in return? and are there actually strings attached to the help that we give and if that's the case um, it happens to everyone it's okay but maybe it might be more efficient to focus on helping ourselves first so that when we do help others we do it for the right reasons so it could be that maybe we need to set more boundaries and to say more no in our lives instead of trying to push someone else (laughs) to say more no you know, so so that we're actually giving ourselves um, what we need instead of trying to push it onto others in the hope that we get it back. Um, that that's a bit less um, efficient. Um, and now for the last drive, um, empathy. Um, empathy uh, is not always felt by everyone. Um, so some people are are definitely more. Um, uh, more sensitive to this um but definitely the people who feel empathy will feel it um probably very strongly um for those of you who know their chart um a prominent placement of pisces neptune or the 12th house or aspects to to those three um could increase uh, empathy um So as we mentioned earlier, um, with, uh, sympathy, we understand others feelings with empathy. We actually feel them as if they were our own. Um, so to give you an example, maybe personally, um, when I see someone who has, uh, wounds, I feel the pain in the back of my leg. Um, it's really super impractical, um, (laughs) but when empathy is expressed in a healthy manner it drives us to help others so that we feel their joy instead of feeling their pain so it's a very very strong drive to help others Um, now obviously because it's such a strong drive um, we have to pay attention not to express it in an unhealthy manner Um, And we must pay attention when we feel empathy um, to, first of all, not be overloaded by other people's emotions, and second of all, to really distinguish between our own emotions and other people's emotions. So if we take the example of the colleague who gets double the work, we may actually feel drained really fast because we absorb this colleague's emotional suffering. And we could also feel angry and frustrated and stressed without really understanding why, because actually we have assimilated their emotions as if they were our own. And now we don't know if what we're feeling is our own anger or another person's anger. Um, and empathy unbridled and can lead us to sacrifice ourselves for others And sometimes also when it's not necessary or when it goes against our own interests or when it's not sustainable also in the long term. So how do we set those boundaries when we feel empathy? Um, So with empathy, the most important thing, uh, in my opinion at least, is both to protect our energy and to recharge ourselves. So one way to protect our energy is to... um, visualize a sphere um, that is all around us and protects us from other people's energy. So our brains work in wonderful ways and when we visualize something, actually the brain is able to activate the right mechanism in the body to actually protect us. So we can train at home also to, to see this sphere um, when we're in a calm space and then we can do it easier when we're also at work. Um, if you're not used to visualization, putting a physical object between you and the other person can work too. So it could be as simple as crossing your arms, for example, or placing a pen on the table between the other person and yourself. And this will help your brain to understand that you're putting some form of distance between you and the other person. And I just want to clarify that um, the aim of me explaining this is not that you shut yourself off com- completely when people are suffering. Um, the aim is just to avoid that, that we're so overwhelmed by others' emotions that we're actually drained and unable to actually productively help them. So um, if we didn't manage to avoid being swept away by others' pain then it's crucial that we make time to find a quiet place to recover. So for example, practices such as meditation, journaling, yoga, tai chi, or walking in nature can really help us to calm down and regenerate. But we need to really make this time to to recover after having had a, a draining interaction. If you're a highly empathetic person, um, it's also really important that you pay attention to uh, whether specific people are constantly draining you. And I don't mean that um, if, you know, sometimes a friend or a colleague has an issue one time or has a hard time for, for a few months, um, but some people are constantly draining energy Um So if you see this, that you've tried to help someone and they never seem to be getting better, um, sometimes it's best to distance yourself uh, just because it may mean that you're not the right person to help them. Uh, If things are not getting better after a few times you tried, then actually maybe someone else is actually better to help them um, or maybe they just need to follow their own path and and they'll, they'll figure it out somehow. So it's really important that you protect your energy by distancing yourself so that you can help the people um, on whom you can have the most positive impact. So it's really about um, thinking that you have a finite amount of energy. So it's important to invest it in investing it in helping the people um, who will respond the best to your help basically. So as a recap of everything, this has been a lot of information. Um, If we feel pity, um, let's avoid uh, treating others as victims that need to be safe and focused on empowering them instead. Um, Let's move away from a feeling of guilt to a feeling of gratefulness for what we have. And let's shift our energy from blaming others for injustices to actively promoting justice and fairness and inspiring others to change. Um, if we feel sympathy, let's be wary of projecting our own emotions and our own needs onto someone else And let's remember to always ask how the other person are feeling uh, without assuming that we know and let's ask them also if and how we can help. And let's also practice having sympathy for ourselves and helping ourselves first so that we can help others better afterwards. And finally, if we feel empathy, let's make sure that we protect our energy, that we take enough time to recover from highly emotional interactions, and that we distance ourselves from people who may be too draining uh, for us, so that we can focus on the people that we can truly help. So um, this concludes this episode. <laughs> I, I hope it helps. It's, um, it's a lot of information. Um, and you know it's um it's possible that at time um in some contexts you feel pity in other contexts you feel sympathy in other contexts you feel empathy um it's not that one person has only one or or only the other usually we have a a mix and it's going to depend a little bit on the situation um so so that's okay it's just it's different tools um depending on the urge to help others that, that you feel and I do really want to stress that um, if you are someone who struggles to set boundaries I, I definitely feel you so for me it has been uh, and it still is one of my life challenges um, and I mean I still have a lot to learn but I've definitely gotten a lot better than before which is a relief, um, so if you're struggling with this, uh, please, please be patient with yourself and give yourself time. Um, there will probably be moments when you you progress and then there will be moments when you slip back and not set boundaries the way that you want to. If it happens, it's okay, just um, take a moment to assess the situation, see what you can learn from it um, so that you can be better for the next time and then every time you improve a little bit and a little bit and then in the end you'll get there <laughs> um, and if you want some support in your journey to setting boundaries obviously uh, feel free to reach out to me and you can also connect with me either on Instagram or Facebook at dreammakers World um, I'll, uh, I'll type that in the description of the episode have a great great day and I'll see you all in the next episode bye